everybody. Welcome back to the College Football Uncensored Podcast brought to you by Saturday Down South. I'm your host, Tyler Huck, and with me as always, my co-host and partner in crime, Chris Marler. Chris. Um, hey, okay, so go ahead. So it's like the first time I've been happy after a college football Saturday, like truly happy in, in quite a long time. You have two kids. You can't say that. I know your wife doesn't listen to the podcast, but my God, what a bold <laughs> statement. It's like I, I, would, I mean when it strictly um, comes to football, okay? Okay. It's like when I told you I went to the <clears> – what was it? Um, it was to – SEC championship game and I met my one of my good buddies Cody I'm not gonna say his last name but he was like he's like man meeting you is like top three moment of my life and I was like you have a wife and two kids someone said that yeah I know isn't that crazy (laughs) (laughs) okay also real quick on the subject we I gotta get this out of the way and this is from um this is so this is from another listener named Cody and it's the guy who called last year about the Oregon State thing from the planet fitness and and there's several messages he left throughout the summer that i that i didn't see and and they're all good they're all like super nice and i just want to let him know if he's still listening we're totally fine man i, I this is he left some really great <laughs> some great messages wait the guy from the planet fitness called again yeah a bunch multiple times because like being apologetic yeah he was super apologetic last january we were fine he was because remember he brought up the whole thing and he was like Listen, man, I know that we're fine. I know that we're fine. And I was like, I don't know if we are because he didn't really apologize. He was just like, we're good. Uh, but then he apologized and everything's fine. So it was nice. I don't like the way I look right now. I'm not in a, a, a men's warehouse. Well, I know you did a little bit of a, a recap of week one, but I figured yeah. since we were together, we would chat a little bit about, uh, well, really just Florida State LSU. Here's the things we got to talk about. Florida State LSU. We need to talk about the 12-team playoff because we haven't talked about that yet. Um, there's a lot of shit going down in Texas right now. I gave myself a haircut. That's something. Um, I feel like there's something else I'm missing. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, before we get into the playoff stuff, um, man, talk about a roller coaster of emotions on Sunday night for me. Are we talking about Florida State right now? Yeah. Uh, the game starts... We kick the ball out of bounds and immediately get a 15-yard penalty. Just give up free 50 free yards right off the bat. Which is, and I'm like, back at home, a football field is 100 yards. Yeah, that's right. so much of the field. That's arguably I'm like, all right. So not ideal. Not an ideal start. Um, <clears throat> and basically from that point on until really like the end of the fourth quarter. I've never, I haven't been that impressed with a Florida State team. And I look, I, I get it. LSU is not going to be a good team this year. I don't. I, I think Jerry early. I don't. I hate this. Uh, true, but I just think that they like the fact that the game played out that way, and then immediately, like without wait, like two receivers on LSU, like deleted all the LSU shit. Like they they got some shit to work through in the locker room, I think, before yeah. they can actually take off. I don't think it's any referendum on on Brian Kelly long term. But man, Florida State looked the best they looked in in a long time. Jordan Travis is a he looked like a brand new quarterback. We'll see how he looks the rest of the year. Born um, to love again. I'm a but, brand new quarterback. But man, when we when we fumbled that ball going in. 
Uh, I, I knew, as a Florida State fan, I knew that they were going to go down the store. Even though it was 99 yards and they had 90 seconds to do it, bitch. they're going to go and score because this I, is just I what happens. I love you to death, but you're such a fucking baby. It, you would, you, you don't even understand. 99 yards. You watch that offense the entire game, and you're like, they're going to go 99 yards or they're going to score on us. Chris, I saw Jacksonville State complete a bomb on us at the last minute to beat us last year. Yeah, I don't know. Anything is possible. They actually did do that. So. You're right. I mean, Jacksonville State probably is a lot better than LSU. So, uh, you know. No, but uh, the fact that they they went down and scored. First of all, they get a, a, a complete bullshit free play at the end, which was ridiculous. Sorry, the guy was tackled in bounds, right? And they just they just gave them like with no clock rolling. They're like, hey, you, you guys just get one last play, games, brother. Come on now. Um, but yeah, the fact that they blocked that extra point and like pulled it out was incredible. Um. I was, I was on delay as always, right? Just my whole life. And I'm, I was like talking to Gordy about this. And he's like, are you kidding me? I was like, let's fucking go. And in hindsight, I don't know why I was really pulling for LSU. Yeah, you were. It's I saw that. And uh, I waited until after the game to acknowledge it. But um, yeah, you were being a pretty big bitch. Um, <laughs> I had family and friends over. I wasn't going to get into it. Um, obviously, family, I, I have something to admit. You had people, you had people over to watch the games in your cool, ba- in your cool basement. I have, I have something to admit, and I've been, not many people know this. I don't think anybody knows this yet, None except for my wife. The podcast. I'm sure you probably saw my tweet right after the game that says, "I, I don't apologize to anyone but my wife." No, I don't know if you saw that, but I tweeted okay. that out. Probably shouldn't have, uh, but anyways. When LSU went down, all the way down, I, I, I had a few drinks, okay? <laughs> but when they went all the way down and they had one free play and they were taking the time to determine what was going on, I can't believe I'm going to admit this on a public podcast, but I, I literally had to run outside and I vomited. Because I was that sick to my stomach for <laughs> myself, Mike Norvell, the players. I was, I've never, I've never done that in my life. And my wife comes out and she's like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> Get it together. And, uh, my face is, I'm yeah, done. I, and then I came back in the first thing that I see is Jane Daniels throw the touchdown. And I was like, well, of course, of course, this is why I got sick because I knew this was going to happen to us. And then I see Brian Kelly. I thought for sure, go for two. They had us on the ropes, 99-yard drive. They go for one. And I was like, all right, you know what? Their special teams has been awful this year. Maybe there's a chance. And when they blocked that thing, I've, I've just uh, – it's been a long time since I've been that happy about football. So – um yeah man great night uh through i don't up. yeah threw up and, and honestly i don't i don't think uh i don't know what that means for florida state I, like i said i don't think lsu is great i don't know what that means for florida state the rest of the year but i was happy for him i don't know what it means for lsu the rest of the year and even all these games you know florida like they looked gr- good i wouldn't say they look great anthony richardson looked great um there's there's a lot of teams what's that you threw up vomited during it okay <laughs> so because i was that sick to my stomach 
I think everyone on here knows how much of a deranged fan that I am. I know one other person in my life that's ever thrown up during a game. This is the company you keep. Yeah. Oh, God. So your it's dad. my dad. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> he Look. threw up in the 2006 Ole Miss Bama game. You fucking threw up? You Dude, I was like, because I was like, we dominated that game. And I was like, how is it going to come down if we blow this again? Like, it's just... When you, like, you, was it like was it like one was it like a when you threw up was it was it like oh my god I'm gonna be fucking sick was it like was it like that that scene in Signs where you're just like a drive by where you're like walking he's like and then like just keeps like just keeps motoring or was it like yeah, yeah no I wasn't okay. yeah I wasn't like down bad although I guess that's probably the definition of down bad is yeah, vomiting because you're so sure. sick to your stomach about a game but I I was like pacing around and they were deliberating and I just. I said, you know what? Doesn't, some some doesn't feel right. I uh, dry heaved once into the garbage can and then went out my side door. How many family once. friends were over at the time? Uh, just my parents and uh, a buddy of mine. Actually, my my room one of my roommates from college was he moved here to Georgia. So I guess me and Eddie Booz's uh, info or our our invitation got lost in the mail. Yeah. Well. Yeah, that's that's we're busy true. not throwing up though, so it's like. Well, you were wearing an LSU shirt and hat, oh, yeah, that's true. so yeah. that's probably. Yeah. I would wear Florida State stuff. Yeah, if I, if I was over at your place. Um. So yeah, man. Uh. But yeah, that was great. And then, but look, week one, like a lot of people have talked about this week. I don't think it means a whole heck of a lot. Yeah. I mean, I was impressed by Florida. I was not expecting to look that good. But let's be let's be honest. They were only a three point underdog, and Utah should have scored there. Yeah, and so they would have they would have lost and not covered the spread, and people wouldn't be feeling nearly as good. Just as same thing with Florida State, if they right. don't block that extra point, they probably lose that game, and we're not feeling good. I mean, right. so I just think that there's still a lot to be determined. Ohio State, I think they're a lot better than they looked. You know, they're out essentially when you go from the last games of last year till now. They were down their their top four receivers uh, when it comes to Garrett Wilson and Olave in the league, and then. Smith and Jigba and Julian hold on, Fleming. Hold on, hold on. Did you just say that, that Ohio State was out? They were down their top four receivers from the last few games of last year. So their first you game graduation in the NFL draft that they were down those guys. Yeah, they're going to have to be down with those guys the whole rest of the year. You know that right? in their first game back, they had the top four guys from last year not playing. Sick. Is that a factor now? That's a weird way to phrase it, but yeah. I mean, I'm not the one that threw up outside, so it's like I mean, it's whatever. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, you were probably mad at Bama for only winning fifty-five to zero. So you gave your, no. Your, your I, listen, I barely watched the Bama game. I was busy watching the other stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited to dive into week two. But well, you want to no, talk about the twelve? Play the team? fucking voicemails. You want to talk about the twelve team playoff or no? No, I want to play the voicemails first. Okay. Um. Well, I don't know how, how to do I, this. Hold on. So, so John Picker says, "Here goes Marler bitching about receivers." I didn't even <laughs> fucking bring it up. <laughs> I fucking hate the internet sometimes. Oh, you love the internet. That's true. I do love the internet. All right. How do I share this without sharing people's phone numbers? It's the one thing I need to figure out. Yeah. Well, good thing there's only like eight people on here. So yeah, let's just play it. Who cares? We'll figure that out next week. <laughs> All right. To the voicemails. Here we go. Hey, guys. It's your... Your fan, the Florida resident here, first game of the season. Um, yeah, man, I'm happy. 
We won. I'm not going to overreact because we got a lot of shit to work on. But um, I just got two things to address quickly. One, is there a bag man for the Pac-12 officials? Because they did everything they could to give this damn game to Utah. So I just need to know who's the bag man, where's the drop off, where's the pickup. Can can we can we get can we can we find out who this is, please? Because clearly they they got paid a lot to do what they did tonight. And then the second thing I got: Why did Dan Mullen put Florida number four like he didn't create this fucking mess that we have? Jeez. aggressively to Dan Mullen right now, I would. But hey, like I said, this is J-Man. Y'all have a great evening. Continue watching the games. And um, yeah, I'm going to holler at y'all later, man. Love that guy. He's the only guy that would be angry after Florida winning a game like that. But see, he's angry for valid reasons too, and also fuck Dan Mullen for some of the stuff that he like. If you're if you're a Florida fan, you watch that game. I don't know how you watch that game with any kind of response that's not anger. It to like to an to to a degree, right? Like, and you can't judge because you threw up after a game. I think that we. I don't want anyone to forget. No, about during, that, right? during 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 the game. That's right. That's right. Um, <laughs> just walked outside. Father of two. Yeah, it was bad. It it makes me feel so much better about me, um, which is something I know you never wanted to hear. But no, here's the thing. Dan Mullen, Dan Mullen, this whole thing happening, like he's Dan Mullen is is at ESPN now because of the decisions he made a year ago. This thing smells awful. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, look, this we we saw this out of Anthony Richardson last year in spurts. And I will say, like, obviously... He was very impressive in that game, but like, let's be honest, he's still only th- he threw for 160 yards. I'm, I'm it's not. Gonna, I'm not gonna let you do this. It, it like, but the all the Cam Newton shit. Like, let's just hold on. He he's oh, done. Hold on, this. Hold on. What do you mean all the Cam Newton shit? Because I was one of the first people to say that. I was one of the first people to say that this year. Yeah, I think that's ridiculous to compare him to Cam Newton. Okay, why is that? Because he's he's a big guy that can run run around. No, it's because like, he can change the, the momentum of a game, and and you can also ride. Like I remember what Gene Chizik saying this. I'm not saying he's physically as gifted as Cam Newton or he is Cam Newton, but I remember saying I remember Gene Chizik saying there's there were times in that locker room where he was like, you look over at number two and you're like, that dude's got to do it. Like that, he's just you got you you got to just like hitch your wagon to this guy and let him go get you a victory. And that's what they're gonna do with with. With um, what do you call? Let's just see. I, I thought Utah was very unimpressive along the line. Let's just see when we get an SEC play. Let's just yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I think that's fair. Noted Florida State fair. alumni here. All right. Next All one. Right. What's up, guys? This is Jeff from Calhoun, Georgia. Going to keep this uh, short and quiet because my wife and kids are both sleeping. So are doing sleeping. I uh, just want to say, go dogs! Great Wednesday against Oregon. And uh, one thing, I'm very disappointed that the uh, South Carolina mascot was not named Dwayne the Cog Johnson. That's the so good. <laughs> Dwayne the Cog Johnson. The Cog Johnson. Oh, I love this. I it's love this. I'm going to say it. I forgot we didn't do these. Uh, 
live last year. So some of these, like some of them become a little vile and honestly mean. I think they're, well, no, they're not, they haven't, no, 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 they haven't been, but like, it's just going to catch, we're going to be able to delete one out of the the podcast, you know, or at least we we could, but the the live listeners will hear them. Guys, thanks. What's going on, T Huck and Marler? I hope you guys are doing this this year. This is uh, Logan Mallard, aka the Gator Boy. Um, for the first voicemail of this season, I just want to say the Gators whooping on the Utah Ute. Hashtag boot the Ute, as they say down in Gainesville. I didn't think we were going to pull it off, but we did in the most unbelievable fashion. I am currently burning stuff in the backyard right now and throwing the ball with the dog. It is currently oh, 10.58 p.m., but I'm probably going to be doing this till 3 a.m. Burning stuff, drinking whiskey, and smoking a cigar. This is amazing. What an amazing start to the year. Hope this gets on the pod. Love you guys. Take care. God bless. Love you more, Logan. That's awesome, Logan. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, look, of course I'm going to be a little bit ha- hater towards towards Florida, but, I mean, I was very impressed with, with them that, that night. And, yeah, as Booza can say in the chat, he's, he's listening in. We have a group chat with a bunch of our returning brothers. We were all like, okay, Florida's going to be a problem this year. Uh, wasn't expecting that. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, we, I smoked a cigar after Florida State won as well with, with my buddy and my dad. Um, you throw up? It's always good That's to get a bit. Uh, you know, maybe I, I'm not going to tell stories like this. This is all we do. You know, Chris? Tyler, that's like it's like the the seventh most embarrassing thing we've ever shared on this podcast, and I had the top six. So calm the fuck down. We're all happy you threw up because it just shows that you're human. All right, let's go. What's up, Marler and T Huck? This is Mitch from Georgia here. Glad you guys are back on the uh, got the hotline back open here. Um, obviously, Georgia Georgia bald um, today. Sunday. So I'm calling about. I was I was too too drunk yesterday to call. Uh, saw the line, but uh, obviously Georgia ball. But hold on, I, I gotta I gotta pause this real fast. You're supposed to call when you're when you're drunk, too drunk. I just love that he called it Sunday at five thirteen p.m. Yeah, he's he had some time to let this sink in. Oh, late last night. I had been drinking all day, and I felt uh, happy for Florida. Ooh. when they beat Utah. So I need you guys to talk me out of that. It's a really fucking bad feeling. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, uh, the Pac-12 had a good run. <laughs> and I uh, hope you guys had a happy week one. Look at, like, look how happy we are. Uh, you know, we're just we're happy. happy that you guys are going to – you're going to hate Florida after this. Like, you, you're telling me no. you're going to be excited when Florida beats Kentucky this weekend? I don't think so. There but, Mitch, we appreciate you calling in. Uh, hey, yeah. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. And I tweeted that out. Like, well, good job, Utah. Fucking Pac-12's championship resolve is over after week one. Yeah, that was tough. Are you going to be okay over there? Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, look like Mitch called again. He did. Hey, guys, it's Mitch from Georgia again. Um, LSU minus four was the last leg of my parlay for the weekend. So, um I decided just to. I decided that should probably sailed about half month. Um, you cash it out. So now I'm just having fun with it. And uh, LSU just muffed their second punt of the night, and the Seminole band. I don't know what you call them, T Hook. Um, but they immediately started playing next. Yeah. And 
now I forget about all the so he actually he actually left that voicemail before we fumbled yeah uh but yes we did indeed play neck uh as soon as that also when that um field goal was blocked or the the extra point can you imagine how um awful your life would have been if y'all would have blown that lead after you played neck to those fans Oh, buddy. They would have, they would, I don't mean this metaphorically. They would have absolutely teabagged every single one of you <laughs> or they let you out of the fucking stadium. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is a, a, a loyal listener. Um, That's all of them, right? What? Oh, she got. <laughs> I don't know what's going Hi. on. Uh, Hi. Uh, okay. We love you all. We love what you do. And unfortunately, we're going to delete this one. <laughs> I had to play that. that, that is a, I'm not going to say who that was. Uh, I know who yeah. it was. Um, and was? he actually texted me and said, please review my, my voicemail. Because I was super hammered after the game, and uh, I didn't, I didn't know what was going on, and I think it might be a little creepy. Okay, I I, I forgot to, I never got the chance to actually screen the call, yeah. because this is the first time we've been in the system. So I just played that live without knowing what it was going to be, and it was creepy. You know who that is? I do. Okay, because he left another message on August 11th that started out with some questionable. <laughs> Well, that's just the Google. Okay, okay. <laughs> just, thought, All right, let's get into this week, man. Yeah, let's do it. Um, Wait, hold on. Let's you talk about the 12-team playoff real quick. My only opinion is like kind of what everyone else has said, which is it just kind of kills the regular season a little bit, what we yeah. all love about the regular – like perfect example is the Utah game. Yeah. Like that – That okay, it's like in the 12-team playoff, that game doesn't fucking matter if they lose. And to a point, it's like, yeah, the fact that I'm a guy that throws up in the middle of the game because they're so important, like maybe that would actually enjoy that so I could actually yeah. maybe enjoy games a little bit because they don't all matter as much. But uh, it just takes away some of that big game feel. Like that LSU Florida State game, like neither one of us is going to be vying for the playoff, but it's like if you lose that, you feel in the current system, it's like, man, that's a big blow. And, and in right. a 12-team playoff, it's like, well, shit, we could probably lose two or three more and probably still make it. Especially if you're an SEC team. I got, I got a question for you. Do you. Is there something wrong with the way I drink beer? I don't know. It's a little douchey looking. What? What do you mean douchey you're, looking? It's like, you're like, why do you throw your elbow up like that? There you go. <laughs> All right, let's get into the games this week because I'm excited. Let's do it. Should we just go in the order in which they're played? I guess I won't give my opinion on the 12-team playoff. Oh, my bad. Go. I second what Tyler said. All right, sick. No, I think, uh, I think that my only thing is this. I think that you are going to have – like, no matter what happens, you're going to have people complain. So it doesn't fucking matter. And it is going to be an issue with uh, the regular season for sure. But I love the idea of that first-round playoff game being played on a home field of a college campus in December. That seems fun as shit. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, <clears throat> I'm urban. All right. 
Saturday. All these good games are on Saturday. I, one game I will be watching intently. You probably don't give a shit about this game. It's on Friday. Is Louisville UCF? No. I don't know if you saw that game uh, last week. Louisville got destroyed by Syracuse. Like oh, what I tell was, you at the beginning of the season. Well, Syracuse is going to be the truth. Yeah, you did say that. I did say I didn't say that exactly, but I did say <laughs> something. I think you said like vying for a title. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Which I you, I, at this point, they're one and the truth. Syracuse. They're not out of it. No, they're not. Um, but yeah, they 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 were a four point they were a four point favorite. Louisville was on the road and they lost by thirty. No, that is bad. They lost by thirty. And and UCF. So now I'm kind of thinking, hmm, UCF's now favored against Louisville by six at and a half at home. I think there could be some value on Louisville. I think it was just a bad game. They had three turnovers. Uh, yeah, you should so. definitely double down on Louisville this early on. I think. I think that's. Or say it's got them the next week. So I. I All right. Let's see. All right. Let's Saturday. Do we want to start? Uh, let's start with uh, one of the noon games. Hold on. You know what we need. To, hold on. You know what we need to do. What, what was our? We're not going to get in trouble for this because we're only going to play it for a certain amount of seconds. But we need to get into like our old school. Um, what do you call it? Well, YouTube will, will block us if. Yeah. You know, you. All right. Well, YouTube's going to block us. So. All right. That's <laughs> it. That's all we're playing. All right. I, I'm, I'm fired up. This is going to be a good week. There's no game on tomorrow because you have the NFL starting, right? Um, Which is, that's a great game to start in the NFL, by the yeah, way. Yeah. I'm pumped. Yes. I'm pumped. And then we got Louisville, UCF. And I will watch that game on Friday night because it's college football. Now, but, but let me let me just take you on a trip real quick, okay? You ready to go? You ready to go on this trip? Let's go on a trip. Friday night, Louisville UCF. You know why it's a great game, Tyler? Because you can pull against one of those teams. Louisville's not exactly likable. No, you Petrino, Patino, Patino, and Pat- Papa John, Patrina, Patri, Patrino, Papa John. Put their names together. That seems kind of weird. It, yeah, Papa John. That guy does a lot of cocaine, huh? Yeah, he's yeah. there's something wrong with him. Yeah, um, like, hold on, but like, what pizza do you think he? Like, what pizza on the Papa John's menu do you think was solely made up when he was like coked up out of his mind? Like, do you, do you think? Because there's not really much on that menu that's like, man, thank God for this. That was like, well, I, I was high on coke when I did that. I don't know what I'm talking about. How about uh, delivering every pizza with a gallon of garlic sauce? What is that about? Have you seen the new? Nobody ever does that. Nobody who 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 says, you know what this pizza really needs a fucking just huge cup of garlic sauce for me. The ottoman, put it in the middle. Now I won't lie, when I get Papa John's, I do, but it it feels disgusting and it feels like something that he probably created when he was cooked up. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Anyway, uh, let's go. The Elvis movie yet? No, I didn't. It's pretty terrible. All right, that's all. Oh, okay. All right, let's get into. So, but this is a great game on Friday night because you can pull against one of these teams, and then you go into you go into Saturday morning, and I have I have something for local our local listeners. All right. Oh. If you're in Atlanta. Yes. Saturday at nine a.m. There's a TV show on Fox Five. Yours truly will be on there. Um, you guys should watch it. It would be great. I would really appreciate it. And like, it's like I'm only on there for like seven minutes. So watch that part of it. Go. You don't have to miss the big and rich part because I'm only on the second segment. So. Here's what you do on Saturday morning if you live in Atlanta. Turn on game day. Listen to the Big and Rich song. Get your little get all horned up. Watch Pat McAfee now. Yeah. With which he's that's gonna be a good replacement for Corso. 
you know why they're doing that. Anything right? would be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, they, they're getting, they're getting, I think they're finally listening to the, the audience and, and kind of taking a, a page out of that. But um, anyway, so anyway, so you click back over and now you start watching game day and then, so now we're, now we're in Austin and you got, you got Matthew McConaughey out there talking about all of his best movies. What is, what is your favorite Matthew McConaughey movie? Uh, wow. That's, that's tough. Um, You're going to say something stupid like Lincoln lawyer. I've never seen Lincoln Lawyer. It's pretty good, actually. I think um, it wasn't actually a movie. It was that show on HBO that he was on. <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, um, what Someone can say it in the comments if you oh, don't know. Oh, Alexander Daddario, and she was naked. Yes. <sighs> but that might have been why I liked it so much. So that's She kinda... is top five. That's all I'll say. Okay. Do you, does your wife ever ask you about who your, who your, uh, your hall pass would be? No, I, I don't think she she. I know exactly who hers is. So it's who is Justin, it? Who is Justin, it? Justin Timberlake. Oh, yeah. Like she like legit would she? She's like you. I would like shove you to the side and like divorce you if he came around me. Basically. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, was, I, I cried a little bit, threw up again, and <laughs> Liz is Chris Evans, and she's very very vocal about that. Um, yeah, she posts about that a lot on her Instagram a lot. too. Yeah, it's a bit much, right? Um, I will say this, guys. Let me give you some advice, and this is like the few things of advice that you would you would want to take from me. That's this: um, if your wife ever asks you who your hall pass is, you find one answer and you stick with that answer. Don't do what I've done, which is give a different answer almost every time someone's asked. That is not. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah, I was out at uh, Taco Mac tonight, and I saw a girl. She's probably my hall pass. <laughs> Our waitress, what's your <laughs> name? Was your Maya with two eyes, not a Y? That's it. That's it. It's Maya. All right. Let's get into these games. My favorite uh, Matthew McConaughey movie. That is a good show, by the way. You're talking about the, um, what is the name of that show? Uh, Somebody in the chat's got to know. Yeah. Um, failure to launch, man. I just feel like it's underrated. I'll just say it. There's some other good ones too, though. Oh, you know what, though? A Time to Kill. Time to Kill is my favorite Matthew McConaughey movie. Let's get into the games. All right, 12 o'clock on Saturday, ESPN, South Carolina at number 16, Arkansas. Oh, Arkansas. Like the same fucking time? Yep. Minus eight, Arkansas. Over under 53. Arizona, obviously, 1 0. Uh, they lead the all time series against South Carolina, 13 and 10. Uh, but South Carolina has won the last three meetings, including a 48 to 22 win at Columbia in 2017. Arkansas last week opened up with a big victory against Cincinnati. They covered the spread. You won that bet. I lost it. Um, yeah. KJ Jefferson was good, man. He threw for 223 yards, three touchdowns. He also ran in for another score. Uh, on the mean, on the other side, uh, Trey Knox had a good game as well. Uh, Beamer ball, man. Beamer ball. It's all oh, anybody wow. wants to talk about. Uh, South Carolina beats Georgia State on the heels of Two block punts that were both returned for touchdowns, two field goals over fifty plus yards, um, and even converted a fake field goal for a first down that eventually got a touchdown by the long snapper. So beer ball in full effect. Um, what do you think about both those teams last week, and what do you think about this game? I already went over everything about that. What I thought about last week, I'm not going to do that again because I don't I don't have a lot to say about South Carolina. It's going to come off as nice. I just just flat out. I don't. I'm, I'm not going to push myself to do it. So there's that. Um, here's what I will say. Um, 
by the way, have you, have you like gone through, if you're on ESPN, you can look and see like how much like tickets are at each place, each oh, game. Yeah. 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 Um, the lowest ticket for Kansas State, Missouri is $91. It's, I mean, it's one of the better matchups of the year. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and inflation. I think Arkansas rolls in this game. I don't think South Carolina is built to go on the road yet. I, 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 I'm, I'm saying a lot of this out of purely out of anger because of last week and how they looked against uh, against Georgia State. And listen, here's the thing: I don't think I don't think Georgia State's a bad team. I really don't. I think that they we've seen what they've done before. Um, they might be seen, UNC this week. The <laughs> brother, you ain't kidding. <laughs> um, but you know, but like to be losing fourteen to twelve to that team at any point, it, you know, you had multiple. Op- like I tell you what, here's here's what bothered me the most is with six minutes left in that quarter, and you go up nine, you go up nine to to nothing, and you have your brand new kicker come out and he kicks a fifty three yard field goal. The fact that you just let them go right down your your throat and score right after that, um, make it nine seven. That that part bothered me. I didn't I didn't think Spencer Rattler necessarily looked great. Um, two interceptions against the Georgia State team. I mean, now he's got to go up against a. Now, if you're Arkansas, you 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 got to get up emotionally two weeks in a row, and that's not easy to do. You also got to get up for a fucking 11 a.m. kick, which blows. We've seen this before. It's not exactly the same, but you know, last year against Georgia, that wasn't a that wasn't a lot of fun for them. Um, I don't know. I think I think South Carolina playing spoiler on the road is a better like I would rather be South Carolina maybe in terms of like from like the emotional standpoint of having to get up at like because Arkansas is at a point where they and they don't really understand this shit. They have nothing they have like everything to lose for the first time ever. Right? Not ever, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. th- that's that's not where that program's used to, but my God, Sam Pittman has like he has really turned that program around. And I know that sounds very cliche, but he like you saw what they hit what they did last week where they could have easily rolled over and start giving up, you know, you're up 21 7, you start giving up points to, to Cincy. I think Cincy's a much better team than South Carolina is. We'll see. I, I we'll see how that plays out. I would take Arkansas, I would take him big. I don't trust I don't trust South Carolina on the road at all. Yeah, I, I'm I'm leaning Arkansas as well. Uh South Carolina three of fourteen on third down last week. Oh. Um two and a half yards per rushing attempt, which is not gonna get it done. Um also Georgia State ran for five and a half yards per carry against South Carolina, that which is, is not, not good. good. So when you got KJ Jefferson, Rocket Sanders, who averaged five point nine yards per carry last week against Cincinnati, yeah. which is a better defense. I think Arkansas can dominate on the ground. Which you would think would tend towards the under, but both these teams uh, over is five and two or eight and two. I'm sorry, in, in the last ten, um, Arkansas also defensively not a lot of being talked about this right now. They gave up almost seven yards per play against Cincinnati last week. That's not good. Can I? You know what I very bad. Said? You know what I should have said, and this is this is my own fault. You know what Arkansas's record is in their last twelve games on the road? Well, it's a good thing it's at home. I mean, that's not Arkansas, South Carolina. Oh, no. Two and ten. Ooh. Two and that's ten. Not good, that's not a good stat for them. You know who their wins are? Uh, gotta be Vandy. Vandy and East Carolina. And and that's that's in the regular season, but you're talking about I, I mean, you're talking about blowouts in a lot of these. Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't see that going well. Also, Jeff Rollins is here from Dwayne Nacock Johnson. Love that. Love that. Um yeah, I'm gonna go 
I think there's gonna be a lot of points in this game because I think Rattler can get it going uh, yeah. against that pass defense. Uh, Arkansas 33, South Carolina 24. Arkansas covers and it hits the over. Yeah, and and also there's a, there's a reason why Vegas has this only at eight points. You know? Yeah, that seems well. Yeah, that seems low. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Know, next kind of scary, honestly. Maybe I should take that on. Uh, should we? Do we want to do Bama? I mean, it's it's a it's a large spread. That's the it's last not as big of a game as you feel like. For sure. I don't know why we even go to that one next. Because it's honestly the biggest spread on the on the. It's like the biggest no oh, brainer pick. One, we saved that one for last. Okay. The big mysterious who's going to win the Bama Texas game? Um, all right, let's go to Saturday. Three thirty, ABC, number twenty-four, Tennessee, at number seventeen, Pittsburgh. That's a good game, huh? Pittsburgh, six and a half point dog at home. Dog over under sixty-six and a half. Uh, this is only the seventh time since two thousand eight that Tennessee has been favored by a touchdown or more on the road. Four of them against Vandy. Hmm. So since two thousand eight, when you and I, or when I graduated college, I'm not sure. Oh, you, Tyler. Uh, which seems like a long time ago because it is. It is, yeah. Outside That's of right. Vandy, Tennessee has only been favored on the road by touchdown yeah. or more three times. So they're not used to this spot. Um, last year, Pitt won the game 41-34 on the heels of scoring 27 points in the second quarter. Uh, Kenny Pickett was really good in that game. Also completely different. They had Kenny Pickett, a first-round pick. Tennessee had Joe Milton. A little bit different than they got with Hinton Hooker today. Um <clears throat> Last year, Pitt couldn't run against Tennessee, and they didn't run well against West Virginia in the backyard brawl last week, which is not a good sign for them. Um, Pitt returned all five starting O-line from last year, and you'd think they'd be able to run it better, but um, especially considering they lose Pickett and Jordan Addison, you think they'd be able to establish the run, but they weren't very good at all against West Virginia. Tennessee, on the other hand, 45-plus points in four straight games dating back to last year that's tied for the longest streak in school history dating back to 1993 and they've gone over the total in seven consecutive games um i like hidden hooker we both like hidden hooker he threw for 211 yards last week but that was all in the first half uh two rushing touchdowns spread the ball around he had seven different players catch a pass three different guys had touchdown receptions Defense looked good. They forced three turnovers. It was Ball State, but um, I don't know, man. You know, Pitt, Pitt's coming off. By the way, that did you watch that backyard brawl game? I'm assuming you did. You did? Oh, you're muted, so. <laughs> um, I did. I, I just think coming off that game, maybe it's a tiny bit of a flat spot for Pitt. Um, they had the big win in the backyard brawl. They were down. They scored two touchdowns in 43 seconds in the fourth quarter to win with that pick yeah. six. Um, I mean, Keaton Slovis was okay, but West Virginia averaged 7.1 yards per carry against Pitt's defense last week. So I think Tennessee is going to put up big points in this game like they have been for the last four or five games dating back to last year. Pitt one and five against the spread in their last six games as an underdog. I'm going to take Tennessee to win and cover 41 to 30. So I think I'm going to take the over as well. Do you know how many ranked opponents um, Pitt played last year? I'm in the regular season. 
Man, I don't even. I don't even. I wonder if Clemson was even ranked when they played them. They weren't. They played zero. Okay, that, that answers that. They played fucking zero in the entire conference slate of the ACC. They played zero. They also lost to Western Michigan, which is tough to do. Um, I'm going to take Tennessee. I don't like the five and a half, but I will take the money line for sure. Um, I don't know if Tennessee knows how to win on the road yet uh, in, a, in an atmosphere like this, but I also don't know if Pitt is able to get up two weeks in a row because I tell you what, we saw Pat Narduzzi all week last week talking about how like you guys counted out our 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 fans. Yeah, well, you play in the fucking same stadium that that Bain blew up, and that's the only thing that thing is known for. It's not even called uh, Hertz Hertz Field or whatever anymore. I, I or uh, well, Hines, Hines. yeah, yeah. Um, which means to Hunt's ketchup. You know. Yeah, Hertz went bankrupt. Hunts ketchup? No one. That's right. No one. Public schools in Wetumpka. That's who eats Hunts ketchup. No one likes Hunts ketchup. Like, well, I'm not trying to shame. I'm not trying to ketchup shame anybody, but I will. Kind of feels like you are, dude. I will. I have to. I mean, listen, we're not. I'm not rich, but we're. I'm. I'm. I'm Heinz rich for sure. Um. Anyway, what I say is this, and I'm sorry to condiment shame, like I said, but anytime you take a hooker to Pittsburgh. You know you're going to have fireworks, okay? It's one of my favorite J.R. Tolkien novels. Um, I think they're going to be fine. I think that they'll be they'll be good enough to win. Uh, <laughs> Hunts tastes sweeter than Heinz. We got some Hunts backers in the in the chat. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but I will say this: um, Pitt has not really looked good against ranked teams because they haven't played them. Tennessee, are they good enough to win on the road in an atmosphere like this? Because we're going to find out pretty quickly. I think so. I don't think they cover. I think it's a really close game. Um, but I think it's a close game based off a of backdoor cover because I do think that this Tennessee offense is going to keep coming at you and keep coming at you. And I don't, if, if JT Daniels could do it on him and he's a beta male, just imagine what an alpha male like Hinton Hooker is going to do. So there you go. Love that. Um, okay. Let's do maybe a different game that it's not necessarily a close spread, but an interesting game to watch considering the spot. You got App State at uh, Texas A&M. Texas A&M just didn't look great in the first game. I mean, uh, they were close with Sam Houston State in the first half. There was the big rain delay, then they came back and ended up. uh, Did they cover the spread in that game? Quarter right now, yeah. Um. I don't know, man. You know, it, it'll be interesting to watch this game. App State clearly could put up points. I mean, obviously, Gene Chizik is not doing a great job on defense for UNC this year. Oh. Uh, I know that's your boy. So I yeah. love him, but still, that's bad. Yeah, it's pretty pathetic. Um, it's aggressive. Uh, Texas A&M, should, their defense is very much better than UNC. Very much better. But this is also kind of a weird spot for Texas A&M because they do have Miami next week, don't they? Yeah, I don't think that matters. Um, I, I don't think they're going to take anything off the table in terms of game planning. Where where is this? This game is at. Okay, so Trevor Garza pulls, pull, um, makes a good point here, and he says some of those offenses typically, um, what do you call it, struggle when they come to loud environments. Will it be loud? It's a three. It's a two thirty game there, right? I, I mean, and Chase Bryce has just been. He sucks. <laughs> he sucks. What do you mean he sucks? Well, he sucks, but he was good in against UNC. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was pretty good. Oh, he was 25 of 36. I thought he was 25 of 26. I was, like, very confused as to why that was not being talked about more. Um, 
Also, the the rushing leader for App State is in Noel, so I'm only assuming that's Nerland's Noel, which it's good to see him back at it. Yeah, um, he's a seven-footer out there at running back. <laughs> if Derrick Henry could do it, this guy can do it. <laughs> um, Haynes King has the butthole eyes. Let's see if he if his arm looks like a butthole again because that was not a great great uh, start last week. Here's my question: And if, if you're if you're Jimbo Fisher and you're A and M, I know you have questions at quarterback, right? I know you do. You don't fucking care. You go out there and establish the run early against a defense that looked like they couldn't stop air, right? Um, the last several games that like so against Western Kentucky a year ago, App State gave up 59 points. Um, they they have gotten gutted a couple of times the last time out um gutted gutted i think if you're if you're a&m and you look at devon a chain having 18 carries for only 42 yards against sam houston state you go out there you establish the run you get some confidence you put that in your back pocket you sit on it because you love stuff in your back pocket to sit on if you're an a&m fan um that's it there you go and i mean like a wallet by the way that was about a wallet joke that was not sexual okay okay um yeah, I, I don't think I would. I, I'm. I don't think I'd put a pick on this game because I, I want to see Texas come, Texas A&M come out and and prove something. I mean, um, I'm sure I'm sure they'll they'll win the game, but let's just that's a big spread. Um, before we go to the two best, well, the best game, and then I, I'm so sick of this shit. It's like you guys. It's it's it, you guys just refuse to fucking give Bama anything. Like let no, me. No, no, I don't want to. I'm not giving Texas anything. I don't get it. I kind of like part of it. This is how fucked up I am. Part of me kind of hopes Texas wins just so I can tell you guys that I was right. That's how fucked up I am. That's, so fucked up. that's, that's where I'm at right now in my life. Um. All right. Before we go to that game, I think the only like big time. Well, there's the there's the Iowa the game. Iowa Iowa State. The battle for the Cyhawk Trophy. Okay, let me tell you something right now. You know, whoever wins that, they ought to fucking just like that movie Heavyweights, take that thing and throw it in the middle of the fucking lake because but that's it, like everyone like drools over Matt Campbell. He's never beat Iowa in his career. Iowa barely beat one of the worst Dakotas that we have in this country. Yeah, and there's a lot of them. Okay, can, can I? Just but no, I don't want to. The only one, the only game that really intrigues me uh, nationally is that Baylor BYU game, and the reason why it does is because number nine Baylor. At number 21, BYU, Baylor, three-and-a-half-point underdog. Yeah, and that went up from two-and-a-half. You know why? Because BYU's no, I good. Because BYU has 20 returning starters, and they're a good football team. And all of them are 25? They're all 25. They're all, they've all been soaking, just waiting for this this opportunity. Can we talk about that for a second? About Give me soaking? Baylor money line. So I said, what's the over-under? <laughs> what's the over-under? On Iowa, Iowa State? <laughs> Is it 12? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. God, um, I was just well, at one point it was like five to two or something like that. And it was five game. to three, and then one of the most nipple hardening moments in the history of 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 me watching college football. They said, "Do you know the last final score? The last time a team won five to three? You know who it was? Virginia Tech. It was Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> about that. Of course it was. Of course it was. And Tyler, I I can tell you flat out, I know for a fact from something I did this summer, they also they also had a six to four game. Um, all right. Let's talk about uh, I'm gonna take Baylor money line, by the way. Just, I'm taking just, BYU to uh at three. Let's let's go over a couple of these real quick just just to get it out of our system. Um so Wake Forest at Vandy. 
I think the 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 fun the Hartman time kid came back. Yeah, so Hartman came back. That's awesome for him. I'm happy for yeah. him. Um, that line went up from six and a half to twelve and a half almost immediately. So there's that. Um, Trinity pick NC State. Uh, see if they can get back on track to play Charleston Southern, Clemson and Furman. God, Clemson looks very average tonight. They they're going to go to Club Nick. Uh, they're going to go to Club Nick sooner or later. Dude, yeah. what the fuck? Like, let's talk about this for a half second. What the fuck are we doing that we're trying to force? Like, stop forcing DJ Uwalungale into into trying to be a running quarterback. You know what? Here's the thing. It's 2022. If if your kid keeps telling you that he wants to be a cheerleader instead of a quarterback, let him be a cheerleader. This is a bad example. This is a bad yeah, example. Already. But what I'm saying is, like, stop forcing round holes, round pegs into square holes. Oh, this is the worst. This is not what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not working out for DJ at Clemson. No, it's bad. Um, He's not a running quarterback. Let him drop back and throw the fucking football. Why do they keep trying to do this? I think, honestly, dude, I don't think he could do that well either, though. Mm-mm. Not right now. I think he. I think he's totally just. I think he's he's domed up, and <laughs> I give it. You know, they play Furman, and then they play Louisiana Tech, and then they go to Wake Forest. And I'm calling it the that Wake Forest game. Because Wake Forest can score. They have a terrible defense, but they yeah. can put up numbers. They're going to have to keep pace with Wake Forest. And Klubnik is going to be the guy. Because yeah. then they enter into a NC State. They play at Florida State. Q's. You know, they, you know the Q's are going to be up for it. They go to Notre Dame, who I thought was pretty impressive um, right. for their first game. They play Miami this year in the regular season. And they got South Carolina. You can't have DJU in a lot of those games. No, you can't. You can't. Um, DJL. I'm really interested in the uh, the UVA Illinois game. Fuck off, Tyler. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, let's get into Kentucky, here. Florida. All right. South Carolina. I mean, as well. USC Southern Cal being a top ten school is fucking a joke for sure. Um, I well, they're playing at Stanford in the 8:30 ABC game this weekend. Wouldn't that be funny if Stanford beat him? I will say the other game I'm interested in that Mississippi State at Arizona to see what Mississippi State looks like on the road and that kind of atmosphere. That's about it. Um, let's get to the marquee game. All right. Saturday, September 10th, 7 p.m. What? Kentucky and Florida. That's the marquee game. Not where I thought we were going with that, but okay. Go ahead. Uh, number 20, Kentucky at number 12, Florida. Florida, five and a half points. Favorite over under 52 and a half. Obviously, the Gators back in action after the big win over Utah. Um, Kentucky, I'd say, it was a home ho ho. I mean, they, they covered, but it was a ho hum victory over Miami of Ohio, 37 to 13. Um, Kentucky, 1 and 11 straight up against Florida when visiting Florida. Um, that's, the, that's the run they're on right now. Yeah. So, I think coming into this season, before week one, we assumed that Kentucky would win that game. Now, all of a sudden, they find themselves to be almost a touchdown underdog. Um, Florida's gone 92 in their past 11 home games with conference rivals, uh, but they have failed to cover in six straight when hosting conference rivals as favorites of six points or less. So, that's interesting. Um Will Levis, 
Everyone wants to call him a first-round quarterback. Why? I think you know he found some some good chemistry with uh, Tavion Robinson last week. He had 136 yards on six catches in his debut. Um, the defense was good. It was Miami of Ohio, though, so whatever. Obviously, everybody imp- impressed with Florida. Um, Anthony Richardson's Heisman numbers jumped through the roof. Um, I thought Florida's defense struggled at times to to stop Utah on the ground. Um, yeah. And that's where I think – so Kentucky was awful running against even Miami of Ohio. Without Chris Rodriguez, they've got problems. Right. And when they have Chris Rodriguez, they'll still fumble on the one-yard line. True. Um, I think there's basically no reason to believe that he's going to play in this game yeah. at this point. Um, Kentucky's going to need Levis to run the ball. Cam Rising killed Florida on the ground. Yeah, he did. Um, and I think they're going to need Levis to do the same. I just wasn't super impressed with Kentucky last last week. Um, I also think there may be a little bit of, of an overreaction to Florida to go from people were taking the under on the over under of six for the, for the year. Yeah. And then after week one, they jumped to number 12 overall seems kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, but I also think the, the big thing is I, I, I read this stat. I'm not a big, uh, I'm gonna pee my pants. All right. Uh, I'm not a big like watch the film guy, but apparently Utah is a big man team, and it's much easier for quarterbacks to get big yardage in the run game. Yeah, Kentucky plays zone, so let's just see Kentucky. Also, you got to tr- trust Mark Stoops. I'll take Kentucky to cover, but Florida to win. Maybe Florida wins by one point. And I will say this: you go to the swamp. Um, Kentucky's outplayed Florida in three of the past five years for sure. They've beaten them two of the past four. Um, going to the swamp. They sold out for back-to-back weeks for the first time in a minute. Um, they're hyped down there right now. They are fucking hyped. And I think they – like, now, you know what's interesting is that this is a situation for for Florida where they're kind of the, the ones horny for disrespect. And I, we're going to start putting that into everything that we can. Um, yeah. Because, like, everyone's kind of a – like, I mean, we wrote off Florida – that is a New Year's Six team, three years in a row up until up, up before last season. We and we just wrote them off. And I, I thought they'd get beat by Utah, but I, I thought that Vegas was kind of telling with that number. I said this at the beginning of the year. I'm going to say it again. Anthony Richardson is absolute must see TV. Okay, he is he is like tune in. You like set your fucking watch by it. He is absolutely must see TV. He will go as far and Florida will go as far as he takes them. I don't know what that means, big picture. I don't know if that means they beat Georgia. I don't think it does. I don't know if they go, you know, if they beat A&M, if they beat Florida State on the road. You know, I, I don't know if any of that happens, but I will say that I think he I think he beats Kentucky. And, and Will Levis, here's the thing. At some point, you stop fucking talking about the fact that he eats bananas with the peels on, and you start fucking talking about how he turns the ball over too much, and we'll go from there. So until he starts going into fucking places that like were in, in winning games against good opponents and impressive shit instead of going to beat doing like going to beat Louisville and doing this thing, I don't fucking care anymore, Will Levis. I'm I'm gonna go off a little bit. Like I, I like I'm so fucking tired of hearing about how you eat your food. Okay, it's, listen, Tina, eat your food. Like Tina, that's it. eat. I just I'm so fucking tired of hearing about it. Go win a ball game that's impressive to people. Yeah, I don't. I don't think oddly, oddly craggy. What a name, Craig. Craggy. 
Um, oddly craggy. That is a fucking great name. It is odd. Lee. Lee. Craggy. Brett Craggy. Um, I like that a lot. Oddly craggy. You can party with us anytime, bro. Um, yeah. Harry Leggies. What is going on? Right now? All right, let's Harry Leggy. I gotta pee very much. All right, let's go to the last game. So you're taking Florida to cover. Yeah, you want to intro it, and I'm gonna go pee real quick. Yep. Saturday, 12 p.m. on Fox. Number one, Alabama visits Austin, Texas. Texas, a 20 point underdog at home, over under 65 and a half. It's the first time they have played since 2010 in the national championship game. Um, first regular season matchup since 1922. First time Texas has hosted a number one team since Ohio State in 2006. And it's the biggest that Texas has been an underdog since 1978. Last week, Texas beat ULM 52 to 10. Um, not much to say there. ULM is one of the worst teams in the country. Texas held ULM to 259 total yards. They had a punt block for a touchdown, something to watch there. Um, the offense scored six touchdowns. They scored, they covered the 37 and a half. Um, Ewers was okay. The reports on him in camp were that he was just very mediocre throughout camp. Um, Bama obviously beat Utah State 55 to nothing. Maybe a little known fact, but uh, largest margin of victory in a season opener under Saban. Um, Not a single sack, bro. Bryce Young, five first half touchdown throws, uh, one on the ground. He ran for over 100 yards. I don't, I don't think you want Bryce Young running for 100 yards every game. Um, Jermaine Burton, nice, nice first game. Kobe Prentice looked good. Held Utah State to 136 total yards. First shutout loss for Utah State since 2007. I think I think Georgia kind of took a lot of the luster off that Bama win just because it was a, a P5 team, but I thought Bama was equally as impressive as Georgia. Um, I'll give my pick, and then I'll let you finish it, Chris. Uh, Texas O-line, not great. Not That's not very good when you go against a, a guy like Dallas Turner and, more importantly, Anderson. Um, they didn't even really do that well against ULM, so what's Bama going to do to them? Um, no Isaiah Nayor, the transfer. He's out for the year. Jai Hall is, I think, in jail, maybe. Um, Texas, 0-5 against the spread in the last five games as an underdog, but 9-3-1 against the spread in their last 13 as an underdog at home. So that's something that's going in their favor. I'm just not sold on Texas's defense yet. Um, I think there is they play zone defense. Bryce Young, statistically, was much better against zone than, than man last year. Um I think this is a Jameer Gibbs breakout party. Uh, I got Bama 42 to 20, covering the spread, taking the big victory in Austin. Are you ready? God, Chris, this is. Don't do it. I told you all summer that, that Texas was going to play Bama close. I'm going to log off. I told you all summer that Texas. With the five stars they had receiver, the 94% production they had coming back at running back, Steve fucking Sarkeesian, Quinn fucking Ewers, they were going to play Bama close and much closer than people were going to give them credit for. I told you all summer. So on Saturday when that happens, just remember that. Now on Saturday 
when that happens, um, that'll be living in the fantasy lane because it's not going to fucking happen. He had all the reason in the world to play this game close to the vest. You had you had all the reason for Saban to like not go out of his way to just fucking skull drag Texas for all the shit that you could have like you could have put in their favor, right? I mean, that offense is, is going to put up points, man. You saw that secondary struggle last year against Bama. You didn't get a single sack a week ago. And then what does Texas do? You know, here's the thing I don't like about Texas, okay? Besides the open carry laws and and, and most of their, their rights for women, okay? Here's what I don't like about Texas. You have every opportunity in the world to not be fucking assholes. And instead, just nine times out of ten, you choose the route to be assholes. And I don't get it. No one's that impressed. Listen, Walker, Texas Rangers been off the air for years. No one's impressed at your state anymore. Bluebell ice cream, it's okay. It's okay. We love Dr. Pepper. What else does this state have? I mean, high flooding rates, uh, open carry laws, a, a, a pretty big dickhead governor. I'm I'm failing to understand the charm of Austin anymore. Out, outside of tacos and, and low, low uh, interest rates on home buying, that's about it, Tyler. And I don't even know what that second one means. Now, here's the problem I have with Texas. I saw the whole thing about the, the band going off and beat the hell out of Bama. Cool, whatever. I'm sure they do it after every game. Whatever. You don't let Bama's million-dollar band travel because you were going to put them up in, next to the fucking sun, basically, in the in the corner end zone, which they've done to several of the teams. They did it to, to LSU. We saw how that played out. That was a bad idea. That's cool. Good for you. Did you add that to the bottom? That was part of the cool. yeah. Um, You don't do that. I think that was stupid. But here's the thing, and you guys know – how how I feel about Montana is what Texas wishes it could be. <laughs> I love that. Um, you you know how I feel about Miss Terry, okay? Nick Saban's wife and and just an absolute angel, okay? When you don't let her have a box sweet to a game, which you always do to to the coach's family, you always do that. Texas initially wasn't going to do that. They had to be talked out of screwing over Miss Terry and putting her out in the fucking sun at whatever age she is because Texas wants to be dicks. What like what kind of edge do you think it gives you to put Miss Terry out in the fucking heat? I hope Bama beats them by a fucking million. Like, and they probably are. They probably are, to be honest. I mean, Austin's about as, as impressive as Jacksonville. Here's the bottom line. All right. I, like you named your quarterback after a medicine woman on, on CBS Saturday night dramas from, from decades ago. Not impressed with that anymore. I love you, Steve Sarkeesian. Your wife is a, is a, is a fashion icon, but on Saturday, Pete Golding and Will Anderson, Chris Braswell, Dallas Turner, Henry Tooto, Kool-Aid McKinstry and, and Jordan battle and a bunch of others are going to rotate in and out of there are going to show up in their clean, all-white uniforms and fucking harass you all day long. It's it, like they will feel like it is it is a drag brunch show with how triggered this entire offense and this and this this fan base is going to be all day on Saturday. And I can't fucking wait. I can't fucking wait. That's all I have to say. Fuck fuck Texas. Horns down, bitches. All right, down. You put Miss Terry out in the sun. Fuck y'all. All right, guys, that's what we show. We want to remind you, 
the voicemail is back up and running. If you're watching on the YouTube, the number's scrolling on the bottom of the screen. If you're not, if you're listening to the audio version, I highly recommend you show up for the live shows. We got a fun time in the chat. Uh, you can see us screw some shit up sometimes, occasionally. Always. Um, yeah. But if you're only listening, the number to call, 424-430-0044. sorry. Let me repeat that. 424-430-0045. Leave us a voicemail. Whether you're hammered as shit and you're blackout drunk, you can call the next day and, and, and you can say, hey, listen, please don't play that. Or, uh, you know, you could, you, I think you can actually send text to this. So, yeah. um, anyways, everybody call the voicemail. It's, it makes for a good time. It's a lot of fun. Um, maybe one day we'll take actually legitimate callers. If we can figure that like live callers, how funny would that be? That'd be fun. So anyways, again, 424-430-0045. Give us a call. Leave us a voicemail. Anything else, Chris, before we let the, the horns fucking down? Over. Love you, Matt McConaughey. You're, you were great in, in Failure to Launch. For Chris, I'm Tyler. We'll see you guys after the weekend. Woo!